0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Jesus Plus Therapist Sis. Listen, I I am so excited that you decided to join us on this journey of raw conversation between two sisters. This week's community partners are Rashida Brown Therapy. You can catch her on all social media platforms. Follow her as she leads you into a healthy state of mind. And our other community partner is a nonprofit organization by the name of No More Martins run by Dr. Nadia Richardson. They're ultimate goal is to make sure that Black women's mental health is tackled, changed in a conversation that we're always having. Listen, make sure you go follow them on all social media platforms and go to noahmartins.org to donate or even see what's going on with them. Thanks for being here. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow, and hit that notification button so you can know what's all taking place with Jesus Plus Therapy Sis. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back <laughs> to Jesus Plus Therapy Sis. Listen, y'all, we had some real technical difficulties. We tell y'all we tape at night, but we've had some technical difficulties today. And I think we, we, we a little frustrated already. We didn't even get to the topic, Um, but welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We welcome you once. We welcome you twice. We welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's just what was on my heart tonight. We're going to roll with it. Listen, this this, this was on my heart. I hope y'all heard our community partners from last week and our community partners for this week, and I hope you're connected. And listen, we even though we are both based out of Alabama, not all of our therapists are Alabama licensed. We're doing therapists from around the nation. So if you in Atlanta, we got somebody. You in Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, um, Maryland, the DMV area, we got you, okay? So just know that we are not just trying to get to Alabama, right? Like all the therapists that we suggest have multiple, either multiple locations are, are in more than, um, Alabama, right? So want to make sure we put that out there. But I said in my, um, if y'all follow me, I said we had a big announcement. And I'm excited to share the big announcement. Yeah, I'm excited to share the big announcement. And it goes with our topic tonight as we talk about the frustrations of obedience. And if two people can really talk about this Topic. It is us. But let's do the big announcement. Big announcement, General, please. We are now international. Boom, 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 boom. Now, how we become international, I'm glad that you asked. Um, So I have the greatest connection to be uh, a great partner with an organization called No More Martyrs. And as you know, they are our community partners for this week. But Noma Martins is an organization that focuses on the health of black women, mental health of black women, and is ran and organized by um, Dr. Nadia Richardson, who has been diagnosed herself with mental health issues. And she is open about that. And she saw something that needed to be placed because three significant black women in our community committed suicide at the same in the same year three significant black Mm -hmm. women committed suicide in the same year. And she um, saw that we don't need any more Martins. Like those women didn't need to be Martins. They needed to be recognized. We needed to address an issue three successful Black women killed themselves in the same same year via suicide. We need to address this. And so she took that concept along with her own personal journey of mental health and she incorporated and created No More Martins. And I am so excited that I get to be a part of that awesome vision with Dr. Nadia. So shout out to Dr. Nadia Richardson and the No More Martins team. And volunteers, we are truly appreciative of you. And because we're connected to No More March, No More March is an international, did you hear me? International nonprofit organization. And because they international, We became international because they now have us on their website. So Dr. Nadia called me. Well, she texted me, Ashley. She's like, hey, does Jesus Plus Therapy 6 have a website? And I was like, no. So where do y'all house your stuff? I said on Facebook group. And if you're not on our Facebook group, I'm going to need you to go and follow us on our Facebook group. She said, well, what you think about? being part of no more Martins and I, she said and she said and in her humble humble tone you don't have to say yes if you have another plan i said girl ain't no ain't no other plan you are the plan and because of our obedience god is truly opening doors and dun, 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 we have another announcement that we're now on what cynthia what apple podcast. Hey, so y'all apple folks yeah. No, no, no. We're apostolic. The apostolic community can now listen via our app. Um, you know, Apple Podcasts. You can just hit the purple um, app from your phone and you can just type in Jesus plus therapy sis and we'll pop right up. And You can just press play. No struggle like androids, but Babe, bang, we're on here? Apple Podcast. I am so excited about that because going through all of them loops and bounds to get to all that other stuff when I can just go hit my app and it'll start playing. Mm-hmm. Ain't no struggle over here because all I gotta do is do exactly the same thing, and I can share content from my app. So I ain't no struggle over here. Hmm. Hmm. The struggle is you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and yeah, I just hit that app and just it comes right up. Me too. No effort, no yeah. thoughts. Matter of fact, I can talk into the microphone and say, "Pull up Jesus." Matter of fact, Alexa, play Jesus plus therapy six on Spotify. Listen, no, it didn't she sound didn't sound like Alexa broke. She not broke. She up. She she's using it. Alexa Pauls. Alexa Pauls. Thank you. Alexa Hoyhead. That's what she. She is. baby. This one in the living room. She <laughs> hard headed, and I don't know. I think I I think I got a the black version. I think they was like, oh, she looked black. Shandrika. I'm oh, gonna give her the black oh version of goodness. Alexa. I'm too cool. Baby, the way I talk to Alexa is like I talk to you. Excuse me. <laughs> my i'm about to be like is you talking to yourself no i'm talking to a list so she, she having her day. she's having her day listen y'all we hope that we make y'all laugh we are so silly again this is jesus plus therapy sis and we give you raw conversations from two women who love god but got some stuff we need to get off our chest listen we live in a world this world is ghetto Adulting is ghetto, this world is ghetto, and we tired. Tired, <laughs> be quiet and go to sleep. Okay, I had an un that's a new You nun went Jesus. all the way back. I did. I had a nun Jesus. Look, and she over here sl- listen to the- <laughs> she been playing games <laughs> in her head. Yes. So I think we need to introduce ourselves. I think we, we established last week that. Our goal is that every time we do this, that there's always a new audience person. So we have to always establish who we are. So I'm Shandrika Cook and I'm the therapist piece to this equation. And I am Cynthia Cooper. I am the Jesus piece to the equation. Yes, so we're about to get into it. So our topic for the night, I know y'all have been looking at these topics that i topics and be like man what y'all what is y'all on First of all, for the saints and the ain'ts we just be on it be late okay so, so I can't effing do this no more can <laughs> I still stay say I do we just be coming up with stuff but tonight it's gonna be a simple topic cause we gonna be real direct we ain't coming up with nothing fancy right it's the frustration of obedience y'all like You know, we talk about how it is to be obedient, and we know the scripture, obedience is better than a sacrifice, and you know, none of us wants to sacrifice anything. Mm -mm. Um, But sometimes we don't want to be obedient to anything, right? (laughs) Because Mm -mm. obedience creates frustration and creates discomfort. Sometimes it singles us out. Sometimes it helps us operate in areas nobody's ever operated in, and um we struggle with that um definitely that's an ongoing conversation private conversation that we have uh, with each other and so we want to share our obedient journey so that's the whole purpose of tonight to just give you some cues of how do i be okay with being not okay with being obedient (laughs) Like, right how do i be okay with not being okay about being obedient so i'm going to share my obedience story um which is still continuing so obedience never ends y'all like let's let's talk about that it never ends and so my obedient journey actually has to do i know y'all be like this girl and this is husband like he even took up through the ringer um, he did, but he didn't. Um, but my, that's where my obedient journey started, though, y'all. We okay, wanted, he did, but, but he, didn't. he did Because some of it was self inflicted, and in obedience and being obedient, avoiding obedience, you can create self inflicted wounds so like let's put that 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 should be point number one right like if you needed some notes so go and take your notepads out if you listening you know kind of ask the Holy Spirit to bring it back to your memory when you are being obedient you sometimes when you're trying to avoid parts of the things you need to be obedient to you will cause some self inflicting wounds so you will find yourself saying oh it had been for but if you really examine for real for real if it had been for you not doing x y and z in the process of being obedient trying to either fast forward through the process or rush the process then you would have never got them seven the wounds your heart would have so never true. got broken um and so my my journey started with me wanting to get married, right? We we talked about we've been talking about relationships and our singleness. And so what why not end this conversation of singleness on this note? And so I remember praying, and I remember saying, Okay, God, I'm ready, right? And God told me to go to David Bridal's on this particular date at this particular time. And I at the time was on this adventure of being a wedding planner. And I was like, God, that is the most busiest time, right? Cause I had, you know, learned peak times in the most peak day um, during the most peak month. <laughs> I was like, God, this gonna be, it. and God just said, just make the appointment. So I made the appointment and it was available. So I was like, okay, God, whatever. I'm like, it's still gonna be crowded. It's gonna be so many people there. I ain't gonna be, we get the service I want whatever right and i took two people so i took a witness so they could take pictures and those pictures still are on facebook i think i think they're still somewhere on facebook um because i've seen them come up in my memories and so um took a picture in these wedding dresses at the time i wouldn't date nobody one man to nobody. I use one of my male friends as the husband. Like, let me see what free stuff I can get. And I was like, and I think he got some stuff in the mail. He was like, I got some wedding stuff in the mail. And I was like, my bad, I forgot to tell you. I use you as my fake groom, so I can get some free stuff. <laughs> he was like, you crazy. Um, and so I remember <laughs> I even got registry and everything trying to get free. Y'all, I was trying to get the free stuff, right? And I was like, God, why am I doing this? So fast forward, so maybe nine months prior to me getting married. Listen, y'all, nine months from, prior to me getting married, I was in Atlanta. And at the time, they did this thing called the running of the brides. And what it consists of was this store, this well-famous store had all these bride dresses, like in various sizes, like from zero to I think like a 30. Um, and so these brides would go in there and just with a party and get everything together and, Oh my gosh, it was just all chaotic. So me and my sororities at the time, who house I was staying at was like, girl, you want to go do that? I was like, no, I don't want to go do that. <laughs> I just want to go be nosy and see what's available. Like, I'm just gonna be nosy. We ain't got to go right now. So we didn't. Like we ate breakfast, we chilled. She's a lawyer, so she was doing some work. I don't know what I was doing, probably texting some people. And she's like, you ready to go? And so she actually picked out the wedding dress that I actually got married in. And it was by the designer that I wanted my dress to be by. And he was the only plus size designer at the time. And his dresses started at 2G. Yeah, I got a 2G dress for $200 at this running of the brides. And that was just out of pure obedience. And nine months later, I got married. Um, and I say that to say this, that process was so uncomfortable because what do you say to somebody like, oh girl, I want this wedding dress. But when you get married, girl, I don't know. God just told me to get this wedding dress. And that's, Sometimes that's just how it is with obedience. It's it's that Abraham type. Where you going? I don't know. God just told me to go, and I'm sure you've seen those reels when people are packing us stuff, and they be like, when they're using the Kevin Hart background, they be like, where you going? I don't know. You go eat. I hope something hungry like. (laughs) like it's just one of those moments and that's what obedience looks like but it's so frustrating, right? Because it's, it's like, God, where are we going? What's the destination? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do I get there? God, nobody's doing that. Who's going to show me how to get there? And we're looking for people to show us how to get there. We're looking for people to um, amen us getting there. Somebody said I heard this this week they were like um, at this retreat that I did this weekend, Um, one of the speakers said, you know, I I would go tell people the plan that God told me, waiting for the amen instead of being okay Mm. with God's instructions. Oh, that's good. So that's what happens sometimes sometimes we are so we go tell people the plan right we're excited and ecstatic about this plan of obedience that we have but by the time we tell them because they're questioning they don't understand it we can't articulate it they're frustrated and that because they become frustrated we automatically become frustrated and this obedience process now becomes frustrating to us Hmm, that's good. So yeah, I can definitely say I had I've had bouts with my frustration with being obedient. Um, it's so funny that you say that because just this past weekend, um, the Lord has been dealing with me and just kind of showing me how my obe- how me being obedient has strengthen my faith in a sense um yeah i made a post on my facebook page i think sunday just of various moments especially as it relates to my ministry and building my ministry um how i was just moving in obedience not knowing that god was building faith in me he was building my faith muscle and sometimes when you are doing things out of obedience people don't understand Um, they don't want to go, they don't want to be engaged in it, you know, but you know what, you know, that God said, and Mm -hmm. so you're just trying to operate from your God said, but sometimes trying to convince people to go with you or to understand what you're doing. That's the hardest part, especially, you know, when you know what God told you and you know God said that this particular person has to be involved. So my frustration sometimes with obedience is just that God, yes, you you told me to do it, but why am I having such a hard time mm. um, getting people on board? Right. So that's that has been my biggest thing. I know I've dealt with... Um, I struggle with obedience anyway, period. But um yeah. <laughs> it's just me, I'm just being honest. I just struggle with obedience anyway, because I'm hard hit and I wanna do it my way and I want it to turn out the way that I envision in my mind. But honestly, it doesn't in it it is never the way that you picture it in your mind mm. and we talked a lot about or a little bit about this last week being prophetic, it has this ups and downs, you know especially when God has showed you something or you've seen something in your spirit and you're trying to recreate exactly what you saw. Mm. And sometimes it, it just doesn't, it doesn't pan out that way. So. Yeah, I think a lot of times, let's take our journey to even being here, right? Like, y'all, I don't know if y'all remember me saying this, but I told y'all like this it was like pulling teeth and nails to get Cynthia on board, right? Like it really was to be consistent to say, hey, we gotta we gotta record it this day on this time. so um God can you know like we got stuff to do and it was very tedious and because in her mind it's like it doesn't make sense um you know like it's, it's just a podcast everybody got a podcast right and so I it, I had to explain to her yes everybody has a podcast no I don't know what we're going to talk about but what I do <laughs> know is this is what God said do and we have to be consistent and here's the kicker with the two of us it's not like We can't build an audience. That's the crazy thing because we've done lives together and everybody be like, we'll get feedback. So when y'all gonna do this again? Or, oh, that was good. Y'all should do S, Y, and Z, right? And so we'll get these things where people are saying like, y'all should do more of this. And we're like, oh, but our schedules, our time, like we got this commitment, that commitment. And then I was just praying because we're always praying about new adventures. And here's tip number two, right? Tip number one is, um, you may call self self-infliction In trying to rush the process. Tip number two is, it's not up to you to understand it. It's Mm. up to you to do it. That's good. It's not up. It's not up to you to understand. It's up for you to do it. Abraham didn't understand why he had to leave his family, everything he knew, to go to a desert with all his belongings, his wife. And go do what God told him to do, which is why he brought a comfort blanket, right? That's why he brought his his nephew, was his nephew or cousin? Lot. Lot Lot was his nephew. Cousin. Cousin. Cousin He was a relative. Right, his relative, Lot. That's why he brought (laughs) Lot. But it says him and Lot got into it so much so. That they just had to separate. God, like mm. it was like, okay, we can't keep doing this because we keep doing this. Somebody gonna die. Like it was, it was to the point. Like they were just like, you go your way, I'm gonna go my way. We'll meet in the middle one day. Like God, gotta bring us back together. And so, a lot of times, you want to take comfort blankets. You want to take something that makes you feel comfortable about this journey. But God is saying, leave it all. Like, mm. leave it all and, and trust me.
1: And that's
0: a frustrating part because, God, this is like you. I can't take nothing of comfort. Like, I can't take nobody, nothing like nobody can come. And so when it came to this journey of us doing this podcast, um I was frustrated with Cynthia because I felt like I had to always justify the God instructions. Tip number 3. When God gives you instructions to take other people, it will it is not your job. Hear me. It is not your job to create understanding. It is your job to just speak. Amen. <laughs> It is not your job to create a understanding. It's your job to just speak. And I say that because I just told her, look, this is what I saw. This is what God said. You pray about it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things that that God had not talked to me yet, not concerning it. And until he gave me a revelation of it, of course, I'm going to be like, that's another thing that I got to do and I'm just not trying to do that right now and so one thing I can say about getting on board you have to always be in tune with the spirit because you'll miss God if you're not and it could very well be a God thing but if you're not in tune you'll miss it and so um yeah, I had to listen and be and yield to the spirit because a lot of times God tell you do something, you just be like, okay, God, I hate you, you going with your life, but because I understand where God is taking me, taking us, I yield to the spirit whether I want to or not, you know. And so I think that that's very important, um, especially for those who are struggling with being obedient in this this season. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but I know for me, I've been feeling an urgency in my spirit, an urgency to get it right, an urgency to get it done. And so um, obedience and faith are the things that have been kind of just priority in my spirit. And so it's not by chance that we're doing a podcast on it today, not tonight, today, um, because I believe that the Lord is dealing with a lot of people as it relates to obedience and getting things done by the end of the year. We're what, less than 60 days out from 2022? Um, and man, we're, we're almost listed 30 days out exactly and so we got deadlines people pushing to get stuff done before the years out people are pushing to close out the year and finish this year strong and so you gotta be obedient when it comes to what god is telling you to do because he's issuing out strategies to set you up for greatness in 2022 And listen, can I tell you, and I know we talked about this, like we talked about this in our first podcast. Um, Your new year is here. If you're a believer, the Hebrew Mm -hmm. calendar has already started. Baby, you behind. Bingo. (laughs) You got to catch up with time. So let's talk about, um, you know, yeah, I think it's going to be a short one. (laughs) The last two were almost an hour, So I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be a short one. Let's really talk about delayed obedience. Mm. it is still disobedience people and here and i am the queen of delayed obedience okay god i'ma do it but i'ma do it when i feel comfortable enough to do it right and then we want to say well god i did it but you didn't do it at his timing you did you Mm-mm. did it at your own timing, and in your own free will at your own moment and so you have to be in a place where you understand what that looks like mm-hmm. when it comes to your delayed obedience and the justification and manipulation that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would... would you say? The justification and manipulation that comes with it. Because I would justify My delayed obedience. Well, God, you had just gave me another assignment, and I had to finish that assignment before I did that assignment. Or God, you know, like I had just got through. I just got through talking to them about that. They already know that, right? Or manipulating the situation. Well, God, you know, I, you know, I just I said it in my prayer, right? Like Mm -hmm. making the situation like I already did it. I just didn't do it the way you wanted me to do it. But I did it, right. God, right? And so having that mindset of I did it, but, but, right? I did it, but, you know, it's Y and Z. And so I think, um, so tip number, I think we on tip number three, right? So no, tip number four, right? Tip number four is don't justify your delayed obedience. hmm don't justify, don't justify it. Don't justify it. Don't justify it. Just go on and take that whooping real quick, right? Like, don't be like, but no. Don't and take the L. But see what happened was like, no, just go on and take the L. Just just, just be like, God, I messed up. Go on ahead, repent. Let her know that you messed up. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And it gets you back aligned um, to the will of God um and we have to really especially now make sure that we're in alignment with god we gotta be in alignment with god no matter what so Mm -hmm. so my last tip for tonight um this is tip number five i love five five is a number of grace so why not get grace in the frustration of obedience tip number five is um Cynthia said it but don't wait for the God move when he's giving you God instructions mm. don't wait for the God move when he's giving you God instructions so a lot of times we move off emotions and not off word yes. and if you're moving off emotions you're not moving Mm, because emotions are part of your soul your soul is part of your flesh so your soul are, are, houses your 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 emotions your feelings and your intellect right so those are mostly flesh things they don't house your spirit man because we're a tripod being right, right. And so when you think about it like that if you're waiting for the emotion or the Feeling to come over you to confirm the instructions of obedience, then you still manipulate your disobedience. Mm. Goodness gracious, that's good. That make me re re reevaluate my own, you know, my own situation, just to make sure that I'm not manipulating things because it's so easy to manipulate a situation a Mm -hmm. situation and not even know that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. um and i because i've been an expert manipulator at points in my life and wanting it to wanting to manipulate it so that it could come out the way that i want mm-hmm. i'm very i try to be very sensitive to make sure that i ain't doing it no more you know so that was good Sean. yeah so uh and going back to so keywords. Oh, I'm trying to be sensitive to the spirit. If you <laughs> can I say it had instructions don't cause for sensitivity. Mm-mm. that instructions don't cause for sensitivity. He just gives you instructions and it doesn't say and Abraham was sensitive to the move of God no it does not nowhere in the it Bible. does not say in the prophet what sensitive to the move of God Right. Like there are times that you have to be sensitive to the of God. But please don't get me wrong. There are times when you have to know, like Cynthia talked about her seven page letter to that person. And my question to her was, but did God tell you to write it, to release it to them? Right. He may have told you to write the seven page letter, but he does. not It doesn't mean that he told you to release it to them. So a lot do of times you. God may tell us to do something, but that doesn't mean that we have to tell the person we're doing it for. Mm. Or the thing we're doing, right? Um, but a lot of times we feel like, oh, they deserve to know, right? They need to know. And we manipulate our ability to share the information based upon the fact where well, I don't want them to be blind in the dark and mm-hmm. we have a word that we use, right? We use Bible scripture where, you know, the Bible says your, the people perish for the lack of knowledge, For right? lack of knowledge. But God Cease didn't say word. you had to be the teacher right like mm. he told you to do this so when they're ready to be taught right by you when it's time for you to come in and teach that lesson you're ready and you're not trying to get ready and so right. obedience, obedience says to us hey you don't get you don't get ready when a situation comes you're already ready before it even happens so mm-hmm. you have a active mentality when it comes to obedience and that's the reason why obedience is frustrating because you're doing something to be proactive and not reactive when we're reactive people we live in a reactive world we're trained to be more reactive than proactive right and so that's why obedience becomes a huge frustration for so many people it's almost like hurry up and wait right hurry up and wait and i deal with that a lot even in my career um and especially when you're a person who lives in two different dimensions and you see something you like oh my god let me hurry up and tell this isn't it but maybe god is just showing you so that you can pray and i had to learn that And I'm still learning that in some areas because some people, you have to realize that some people just aren't where you are in your spiritual journey. They're not where you are emotionally, mentally, physically, however they may go. They may may not be on the same level that you are. And releasing that information could either be helpful or the detriment of that person or relationship. And I've had to learn that. And I thank God for the people who, you know, God has connected to me in these, in those seasons of, you know, my immaturity and even the seasons now that allow me grace, because I had to learn the difference between uh, or learn what it meant to hurry up and wait, you know, because child, sister girl and probably damaged a whole lot of relationships because she didn't understand her own gift and the power that it held. So definitely a word to the wise to those who, you know, struggle in those areas to always, pray and say god are you giving me this to just know or you know pray about whatever or are you giving me this to release do i have Mm. permission to release it because if you don't you just go out here all willy nilly you're gonna blow up the spot (laughs) all day every day twice on sunday sunday yes um what do we want to leave with the people as we wrap up? uh I will leave with them just be wise be wise with your gift and um don't necessarily I would say this move in faith but don't wait on people. Mm, that's good. Move in faith a in the back. Yeah, move in faith, but don't wait on people because people will come on board as they see you move, mm. um, with or without them. And I think that you're with or without them will, like Shandrika said, she kept she kept preparing even after telling me what was what, and I was just kind of I didn't come on board until I saw oh she really serious about this and she ain't gonna let it go. So I would say with or without them you keep moving and they'll get on board they will even shortly yeah 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 I really did I was like okay I always tell her something but if if people keep giving us a feedback like y'all if y'all see us in person like see us minister together y'all will be just like y'all don't do this often we like no we don't and people do, they desire to see us together a lot because we feed off each other's soul. We flow together perfectly. Um, and so what better way to flow together perfectly than through a podcast? And mm-hmm. I hope, you know, the new listeners, hopefully you hear that. Old listeners, hope you heard it as well and seen it on even our YouTube channel, um, how we just flow um, perfectly. And, and we know that who we are is God ordained. And so, Absolutely. um, but that comes with consistent obedience, even again, even if the, like Cynthia said, even when the people don't join, you still move. And then, and if they get the revelation, here's the, it, when they get the revelation, it's not them playing. You been like, Oh my gosh, we're like six months behind. No, they're playing catch up. Mm -hmm. right so she had to play catch-up so now that she has caught up she's more passionate she's doing things without me saying okay can you do this can you do that can you write for the podcast she's already doing it she's already thinking of ideas she's thinking thinking of things that we can do she's already thinking of people situations circumstances and things we can talk about so just to let y'all know that's it. that's that's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed these five tips and, and feedback on the frustration of obedience. We want to make sure that you're living out your best life. We live in your best life hey. yes okay uh, <laughs> uh, right With your best right. so we want to make sure that you're living your best life and you're living it in a place of obedience. And not manipulation. Yes. So listen, y'all enjoy your rest of your day, your evening, your afternoon. Uh, And we will see you next week. Next week.